Okay, good afternoon everyone. If I can get all of you to please stand. And we'll ask Brother Luta here if he'll open in prayer. This time we'll ask the choir to lead us in the singing of one
Today I want to finish our study of chapter 3 of our confession. Leo namalizia sura ya tatu ya kukiri kwetu. Remember this is the chapter that deals with the decree of God. Hii ni kurasa inayosingatia in the first week we dealt with uh, paragraphs 1 and 2 and those two paragraphs deal with the general decree of all events na hizo kurasa mbili zinasungumzia kanuni za Mungu kwa ujumla that is that all things which come to pass do so according to the decree of God. Kwamba vitu vyote ambavyo hutimia hutendeka kwa ajili ya vile Mungu alivyotangaza. So there is nothing that happens inside God's creation that happens apart from God's decree and God's sovereignty. Hakuna chochote ambacho kinachotendeka kwa uumbaji wa Mungu ambacho kinatendeka nje ya mamlaka yake ama kwa ajili ya ruhusa yake. Then last week we began dealing with the specific decree of God's predestination to life. Na tukawa tunasungumzia zile kanuni speciali ambazo zinasungumzia Mambo kabla ya umbaji. And uh, so we began discussing uh, God's doctrine of election. Na tukawa sasa tunaanza kusungumzia uchaguzi wa Mungu. So last week we made it through paragraphs 3 and 4. Kwa hivyo tukawa tumesungumzia kuraza ya 3 na 4. So this week we want to address uh, the final three paragraphs 5 6 and 7 So I'll read all three in the English then we'll have Luda read the Swahili translation Amen. <clears throat> Paragraph 5 Those of mankind that are predestined to life God before the foundation of the world was laid according to his eternal and immutable purpose and the secret counsel and good pleasure of his will hath chosen in Christ unto everlasting glory out of his mere free grace and love without any other thing in the creature as a condition or cause moving him thereunto. Paragraph 6. As God hath appointed the elect unto glory... So he hath, by the eternal and most free purpose of his will, foreordained all the means thereunto. Wherefore they who are elected, being fallen in Adam, are redeemed by Christ, are effectually called unto faith in Christ, by his Spirit working in due season, are justified, adopted, sanctified, and kept by his power through faith unto salvation. Neither are any other redeemed by Christ, or effectually called, justified, adopted, sanctified, and saved, but the elect only. Paragraph 7. The doctrine of this high mystery of predestination is to be handled with special prudence and care, that men attending the will of God revealed in His Word, and yielding obedience thereunto, may from the certainty of their effectual vocation be assured of their eternal election. So shall this doctrine afford matter of praise, reverence, and admiration of God, and of humility, diligence, and abundant consolation to all that sincerely obey the gospel. Kurasa ya tano. Binadamu walio kusudiwa wai, mungu kabla ya kuwekwa msingi wa dunia, kulingana na kusudiwa, ama kusudio lake la milele, na usio, usio, 
usioelezwa kubadilika usioelezwa kubadilika na na kauli ya siri ya mazuri ya mapenzi yake ameteua ndani ya Kristu katika utukufu wa milele kutokana na neema na mapenzi yake ya bure bila chochote bila chochote katika kiumbe kama hali au sababu yake sita Mungu alivyo wachagua wateule katika utukufu ndivyo alivyoteua mbinu zote hapo mbinu zote hapo kupitia kwa mapenzi ya uh, yake ya milele na uhuru saidi ili walioteuliwa walioanguka kupitia kwa Adamu wanaokolewa katika Kristo kuitwa wakaitika katika imani ndani ya Kristo kupitia kwa roho yake kupitia kwa roho wake atendaye kwa wakati awa ana anatetewa kuchukuliwa kuchukuliwa kutukuzwa na kuwekwa kwa nguvu zake kupitia kwa imani katika uokovu wala hakuna yeyote aliyokolewa na Kristu au kuitwa wakaitika kutetewa kuchukuliwa kutakazwa na kuokoka isipokuwa wateule tu Saba, kanuni ya utata huu mkuu wa kusudiwa wa kukusudiwa ni kuchukuliwa katika salama ya kipekee na kujali ili binadamu watendavyo apendavyo Mungu ilivyo dhihirika katika neno lake na kulizingatia neno wapate kuwa na uhakika na mwito wao uliotimia hivyo kanuni hii itasababisha sifa heshima na kudhaminiwa kwa Mungu na unyenyekevu ukakamavu na wingi wa faraja kwa wote wenye kusingatia habari njema kwa dhati Very good now a lot has been said just in those three paragraphs mengi yamenenwa katika kurasa hizi tatu and i don't have time to say all i wish to say about this doctrine of election na sina wakati kunena yote ambayo ningependa kunena kuhusu uchaguzi huu but we don't have time to spend several weeks on this so again i want to encourage you that Uh, you also take time throughout your week to study these things on your own. Hatuna wakati wa kuweza kupitia haya mambo yote hivyo ninakuhimiza kwamba pia wewe uchukue wakati wa kuyasoma mambo haya kwa wakati wako. As you spend time in prayer asking God to help you to understand these things. Unapochukua wakati wako wa maombi na kuyasoma ukimuuliza Mungu akusaidie kuelewa mambo haya. And I think all of you have this English version that uh, Under each paragraph you have the scripture references where that doctrine is coming from in the scriptures. Naamini kwamba kila moja ako na hiyo nakala ya kitabu ambacho kila neno ambalo linalozungumziwa liko na maandiko ambayo yanayaunga mkono katika kila kurasa. So I would encourage you just to take your time. Maybe on one day you focus just on one paragraph and you focus on the the scripture the proof text which prove out that paragraph unaweza chukua kati wako usome ukurasa moja na upitie yale maandiko kwa biblia yanayozungumzia kuhusu hiyo kurasa and slowly by slowly you study these things and ask that god will uh, give you more and more understanding na unapofanya hivyo utaendelea kuomba bwana akupe ufahamu 
Because I can tell you from my own experience, I've been studying this doctrine of election for I think over 10 years now, and I still don't completely understand all there is to understand about it. Na naweza kuambia ya kwamba mimi nimechukua zaidi ya miaka 10 nikijifunza hili hili somo la la uteuzi ambayo hata mpaka leo siwezi nikawaambia kwamba nimeshapata kujua kila kitu. These things uh, many of God's doctrines are great mysteries. The doctrine of election is certainly one of them. Mafundisho ya Mungu yamejaa siri za Mungu na na mafundisho ya uteuzi ni moja yapo and they take time to really understand don't expect just to come to one class or two classes and now you understand completely all of these things kuchukua muda mrefu kuelewa kwa hivyo usiseme kwamba unakuja unakaa jumapili moja ama mbili na unaelewa mambo haya but our life as a christian is one of growth sanctification further understanding na kama wakristo naamini kwamba ni mojapo ya njia ya ukuaji tukitakazwa tukiendelea katika kuelewa the holy spirit sanctifies us uh, through the word roho mtakatifu tutakaza kupitia neno so to understand things about god you need both you need the word of god that is the bible and you need the holy spirit of god kwa hivyo kuelewa neno la Mungu unamhitaji Roho Mtakatifu na unalihitaji neno la Mungu. If you have only the Bible but no Holy Spirit you won't be sanctified. Ukiwa tu na Biblia pekee pasipo Roho Mtakatifu hautatakazwa. And in the same way if you have the Holy Spirit but you're never studying the Bible again you will not grow you will not be sanctified. Na pia ukiwa na Roho Mtakatifu yani umeokoka lakini haulisomi neno la Mungu pia hautatakasika. So again I just want to encourage you spend time studying these things. Kwa hivyo nakutia moyo kwamba endelea kuyasoma mambo haya binafsi. If the doctrines of God are boring to you, you are really going to hate heaven. Mafundisho ya Mungu iwapo yanakuwa yanakusinya ama vile tunasema yanabo basi ujue kwamba wewe <laughs> mbingu si yako in fact if the doctrines of god are boring to you you should have no reason to think you are even on your way to heaven kwa hivyo kama mafundisho ya mbinguni haya yanakusinya ama hayaleti utamu wowote kwa maisha yako jua ya kwamba mbingu si sehemu yako because god prepares us for heaven in this life through growing us in our sanctification and our understanding of God. Kwa sababu Mungu hutuandamu kwa ajili ya mbingu kupitia utakazo kupitia neno la Mungu. So if you're not growing in knowledge of God, you really can't uh, have assurance that you have even been saved by God. Kwa hivyo kama haukui katika neno la Mungu Hawezi kuwa na uhakika ya kwamba hata umeokoka. So paragraph 5 uh, well let's let's just have a brief reminder of last week. Wacha tuweze kujikumbusha mambo ya Jumapili iliyopita. In paragraph 3 we talked about how God's uh, election to salvation is selective. It is God who chooses who he will save. Ukurasa watatu tulijifunza jinzi uchaguzi wa Mungu kwa wanaokoka ni yeye mwenyewe huteua ni mapenzi yake yeye mwenyewe kuteua watakaochaguliwa And then we saw in paragraph 4 that God's uh, election deals with specific people na tunapata katika ukurasa wa ya kwamba uchaguzi wa Mungu unaelekea watu fulani. It is not uh, uh, simply groups of people that God saves. No, th- those groups consist of specific people. God saves specifically individual people. Mungu haendi kuokoa kundi. Mungu huenda hata kama ni kwa kundi akaokoa watu binafsi ndani yake. Now here in paragraph 5 we see its cause. 
Na hapa katika kurasa wa tano sasa tunaona inakuwa na mwelekeo. So we can ask the question uh, because many people teach uh, saying that God in his foreknowledge looked in the future saw who would choose Christ and it is based on that knowledge of knowing who would choose Christ that God elects sasa kuna wengine wanafunza ya kwamba kupitia kwa Mungu kupanga wokovu kwa watu kabla ya msingi wa ulimwengu huu ya kwamba kuna watu ambao Mungu alijua ya kwamba watakuja kumchagua yeye na hao akawa ame waweka kwa ajili ya uokovu. But that is not what the scriptures teach. Lakini sivyo ndivyo maandiko yanavyofunza. In fact the scriptures speak of us saying that we were dead in our trespasses. Maana maandiko yanafunza ya kwamba sisi tu wafu katika matendo yetu mabaya. And so if God simply looked into the future without intervening na kama Mungu angeliangelia mbele ya mambo pasipo kuingilia kati intending to elect only those that he saw were going to choose him akikusudia kuwachagua wale ambao aliona kwamba watakuja kumchagua baadaye all god would see are dead people Mungu angeliona watu ambao wamekufa None would be saved. Hakuna mmoja wao ambaye angeweza kuokolewa because we cannot save ourselves. Maana hatuwezi kujiokoa wenyewe. Someone who is dead spiritually cannot bring themselves to life. Watu ambao wamekufa katika roho hawawezi wakatileta wenyewe uzimani. It takes an act of God. God has to act in order for us to be spiritually raised to life. Nitendo la Mungu ambalo yeye mwenyewe hutenda ili tuweze kuletwa katika uhai tena. So for knowledge the fact that God knows all things which will come to pass. Kwamba Mungu alijua mambo yote ambayo atakuja kutendeka. This presupposes God's decree. He himaanishi ya, ya kwamba kutangaza kwake Mungu because if if god knows all things which can come to pass and he also knows all things which will come to pass iwapo mungu anajua mambo ambayo yatakuja kutendeka na mambo ambayo yenye hatakuja kutendeka and then he creates na naumba knowing that based on his creation what will happen akisingatia kulingana na uumbaji wake chenye kitatendeka that presupposes that god has decreed all that which will happen as a result of his act of creating hiyo inamaanisha kwamba mungu alitangaza kile kitakachokuja kutendeka kama tendo lake la uteuzi so then what is the order how do, how does this take place chronologically kwa hivyo mpangilio ni upi inatendeka namna gani kulingana na nyakati and when we speak of chronologically we're speaking in terms of human understanding because god exists outside of time for god all things have happened at once tunapozungumzia nyakati tunazungumzia zile mwanadamu anavyoelewa kwa matukio na nyakati zake but we Uh, exist within time god exists outside of time lakini mungu ni mungu ambaye anaishi nje ya wakati and so for us as human beings we have to think in terms of time and in what order do things take place na sisi kama wanadamu tunafikiria ndani ya wakati tukisingatia ni ulini haya mambo yatakuja kutukia so if there is an order we have to say that god foresees what he decrees kwa hivyo kama kuna mpangilio tunasema ya kwamba mungu anaona mbele kwa kile ambacho atakuja kukitenda if there's to be a logical order it is that god has decreed and that is why he foresees that it will happen 
kwamba Mungu huwa anatangaza na ndio anaona ya kwamba itatendeka it is not that god first foresees that which will happen and then he decrees it to be so sio kwamba mungu anaona kwanza tena kitatendeka ndio atangaze bali anatangaza kwanza ndio sasa aone kitakachokuja kutendeka so he first decrees and because he has decreed all things that will take place now he according to that decree sees that which takes place kwa hivyo yeye utangulia katangaza na kwa sababu ametangaza inakuja kutendeka na anayaona kabla yatendeke now furthermore the idea that god chooses us because something good in us jambo lingine ni kwamba ati mungu huwa anatuchagua kwa sababu kuna kitu kizuri ndani yetu so again There are many who would say that okay yes God foresees and it's because he foresaw that you would choose to have faith in Christ now it is according to that foreknowledge seeing you do the good of choosing Christ that God has elected you Sasa eti kwa sababu Mungu huona mbele sasa alikuona na akajua kwamba unaweza mchagua yeye kwa hivyo kwa kuona kwamba unaweza mchagua ndio yeye akakuchagua hapana but this idea is rejected in the scriptures hayo mambo ama hilo wazo linakataliwa katika maandiko uh, turn in your bibles to romans chapter 9 tukigeugia biblia zetu katika warumi sura ya tisa. we'll read verse 11 through 16 Mustari wa 11 hadi 16 Though they were not yet born and had done nothing either good or bad this is uh, uh, Esau and Jacob that is being spoken of here the sons of Rebekah and it says that uh, Sorry lost my place. Though they were not yet born, so speaking of before they were born, uh, and had done nothing either good or bad. Well they can't do any good or bad yet because they've not yet been born. In order that God's purpose of election might continue not because of works but because of him who calls. Uh, she was told the older will serve the younger. As it is written Jacob I loved but Esau I hated what shall we say then is there injustice on God's part by no means for he says to Moses I will have mercy on whom I have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion so then it depends not on human will or exertion but on God who has mercy mm. Mustari wa 11 Kwa maana kabla hawajazaliwa wale watoto wala hawaja hawaja tenda neno njema wala mbaya ili lisimame kusudi la Mungu la kuchagua si kwa sababu ya matendo bali kwa sababu ya nia yake aitae aliambiwa hivi mkubwa atamtumikia mdogo kama ilivyoandikwa nimempenda Yakobo bali Esau nimemchukia tuseme nini basi kuna udhalimu kwa Mungu hasha maana amwambia Musa nitamrehemu yeye ni mremu huye nitamhurumia yeye ni muhurumiaye basi kama ni hivyo si katika uweza wa yule atakaye wala wa bas kama ni hivyo si katika uwezo wa yule atakaye wala wa yule apigae mbio bali ni wa yule arehemuye yani Mungu very good so you see in Romans chapter 9 Uh, the apostle Paul 
Tunaona katika Warumi sura ya tisa Mtume Paulo the, is using the example of Jacob and his twin brother Esau anatumia mfano wa mapacha Yakobo na Esau in order to teach us something about God's election kutufunza kuhusu uteuzi ama uchaguzi wa Mungu and that is the reality that God elects not based on anything good in us hiyo ndio ukweli ya kwamba Mungu hachagui kutokana na lolote njema kutoka ndani yetu but only according to his secret decree ni kulingana tu na vile kusudi lake ambalo ni la kiungu lilivyo now also in romans in chapter 11 na katika warumi hiyo hiyo sura ya 11 verse 5 and 6 mstari wa 5 na wa 6 So too at the present time there is a remnant chosen by grace but if it is by grace it is no longer on the basis of works otherwise grace would no longer be grace basi ni vivi hivi wakati huu wa sasa yako mabaki waliochaguliwa kwa neema lakini ikiwa ni kwa neema haiwi kwa matendo tena au hapo neema isingekuwa neema The Bible teaches that those who are saved are saved by the grace of God. Biblia inafunza ya kwamba wanaokolewa wanaokolewa kwa neema ya Mungu. But if we want to say that okay we're saved by the grace of God but it is based on whether or not I choose to follow Christ. Na tukisema ya kwamba nimeokolewa kwa neema ya Mungu lakini inasingatia kama nitajagua kuokolewa au la well then I'm no longer saved according to grace I'm saved according to my decision to follow Christ Hapo hautakuwa umeokolewa kwa neema utakuwa umeokolewa kwa uamuzi eh, wako wa kumfuata Yesu We cannot have it both ways Hatuwezi tukawa na njia mbili za uokovu But many 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 Christians want to have it both ways Lakini wakristo wengi wanataka kuwa na hizo njia zote mbili They want to say that they are saved by God's grace but it was they who chose to follow Christ. Wanataka kusema kwamba wameokolewa kwa imani ndio, lakini wanasema tena ni wao waliomchagua Yesu. But those two ideas are opposed to one another. It is one or the other. You cannot have both. Lakini hayo mawazo mawili yanapingana kwa sababu either uwe katika moja au uwe katika nyingine. Because in order for there to be a condition that we believe first then God saves us now it is according to our works kama kungalikuwa ya kwamba tunaweza amini kwanza ndio Mungu atuokoe ingalikuwa ni kutokana na matendo yetu and paul says if that's the case then grace would no longer be grace na ndio paul anasema ya kwamba kama ingalikuwa hivyo basi neema haingekuwa neema tena we have now put god under an obligation we're saying i have had faith i believe in christ now you have to save me tutakuwa tunamweka mungu katika majukumu ya kwamba kwa sababu nimeamini sasa uniokoe that is not the doctrine of election that we read in the scriptures hayo sio mafundisho ya uchaguzi jinsi tunavyoyasoma katika maandiko it is not according to our works it is not according to anything that is good within us sio kulingana na matendo yetu wala chochote kizuri ambacho kimo ndani yetu and so that idea is rejected in the scriptures kwa hivyo wazo hilo linakataliwa katika maandiko but furthermore the fact that god chooses us Not for anything good in us it is also affirmed in the scriptures. Lakini kwamba Mungu anatujagua pasipo chochote chema ndani mwetu kinahakikishwa katika maandiko. So for instance we turn to Ephesians. Kwa mfano tutazame wa Efeso. And that is uh, chapter 1 verse 4 through 6. Wa Efeso moja mstari wa 4 hadi 6. And here we read that even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him in love 
He predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace, with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. Kama vile alivyo tuchagua katika yeye kabla ya kuwa ya kuwekwa misingi ya ulimwengu ili tuwe watakatifu watu wasio na hatia mbele zake katika pendo kwa kuwa alitangulia kutuchagua ili tufanywe wanawe kwa njia ya Yesu Kristo sawasawa na uradhi wa mapenzi yake na usifiwe utukufu wa neema yake ambayo ametuneemesha katika hayo ama katika huyo mpendwa so god chose us in jesus christ before he even created kwa hivyo mungu alituchagua ndani ya yesu kabla aumbe mbingu na inji and what is the explanation that paul gives why does god choose us na maelezo gani ambayo Paulo anapeana ni kwa nini Mungu alituchagua? He says in verse 5 according to the purpose of his will. Katika mstari wa 5 na kwamba ni kulingana na kusudi na mapenzi yake. It is just according to God's will. It is has nothing to do with anything good in us. Ni kutokana tu na mapenzi ya Mungu lakini sio kutokana na chochote ambacho kimetoka ndani yetu chema. Now in verse 9 katika mstari wa tisa, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose which he set forth in Christ. Akiisha kutujulisha siri ya mapenzi yake sawasawa na uradhi wake aliotukusudia katika yeye huyo yani kuleta ma Okay, just nine. Yeah, just nine, sorry. So God makes known to us the mystery of his will. Kwa hivyo Bwana hufanya tukajua siri zake according to his purpose kulingana na kusudi lake which he set forth in Christ in this physical world. Ambalo aliweka mbele ndani ya Kristo katika ulimwengu wa kawaida. Now we can go to 2 Timothy 1:9. Wa Timotheo barua ya pili ya kwa Timotheo sura ya tisa. Barua ya pili kwa Timotheo. Again speaking of God who saved us and called us to a holy calling not because of our works but because of his own purpose and grace which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Barua ya pili kwa Timotheo sura ya kwanza mstari wa tisa. Akilifa Akilifahamu neno hili ya kuwa sheria haimu haimuhusu mtu wa haki bali waasi na wasio wataratibu na makafiri na wenye dhambi na wanajis na wasio mcha Mungu Yeah just nine see that person mm. Oh did you read second Timothy You're on uh, first Timothy Yeah <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> Yeah, Second Timothy 1 verse 9. Not getting it. <laughs> okay, sorry. Ambaye alituokoa akatuita kwa mwito mtakatifu si kwa kadiri ya matendo yetu sisi bali kwa kadiri ya makusudi yake yeye na neema yake. Neema hiyo tuliyopewa katika Kristo Yesu tangu Milele. We do not seek after God. Sisi hatumtafuti Mungu. In fact the scriptures tell us there are none who seek God. Hata hivyo maandiko inasema kwamba hakuna mwanadamu yeyote amtafutaye Mungu. But it is God who calls those who belong to him. Lakini Mungu ambaye huwaita walio wake. Jesus says 
those who belong to him hear his voice. Yesu akasema kwamba walio wake husikia sauti yake. He doesn't mean literally we hear uh, Jesus speaking like in a dream or whispering to us. Hiyo imaanisha kwamba tunasikia Yesu akiongea ama tukiota akituongelesha. He's talking about when we read or hear the scriptures. Anasema wakati tunaposikia ama kusoma maandiko, God calls us through the truth of his word. Mungu anatuita kupitia kweli ya neno lake. And those who belong to him believe and follow. Na wale walio wake huwa wanaamini na wanafuata. And obey. Those who do not belong to him reject the truth of God. And God calls those whom uh, he has chosen because of his own purpose and grace and he does so before the ages even began. Before you were even uh, uh, possible of being born because he had not even created yet. Mungu huwa anawaita walio wake vile alivyokusudia hata kabla haulikuwa haujazaliwa ama hata kufikiria kwamba utakuwepo. Much less before you have the opportunity to do good or to do evil. Lakini hata hivyo uko na fursa ya kufanya mema au mabaya. Those whom God has chosen he calls in time after at some point in your life in this world. Wale ambao Mungu amewachagua huwa anawaita kwa wakati. And he does so through his word. Na huwa anafanya hivyo kupitia neno lake. The gospel is the appointed means the the preaching of the gospel or the reading of the gospel in scripture is the appointed means whereby God calls his elect. Kuhubiri kwa injili ama kulisikia injili ndio njia ambayo Mungu alichagua kuwafikia walio wake. And so we have to understand when it comes to these other uh, teachings whereby for instance someone says as I was saying earlier na tunatakana tujiadhari na maneno kama haya ambayo utapata mtu anasema vile nilikuwa nasema mapema that okay yes uh, god foreknows all that which will happen kwamba mungu alijua yale yatakayotendeka and according to his foreknowledge he saw that you would uh, have faith in Christ that you would choose to follow Christ na kwa kujua kwake mambo yote yatakayotendeka baadaye ya kwamba alijua ya kwamba utakuja kumchagua yeye and so it was according to God's foreknowledge that you would have faith that he has elected you ya kwamba sasa ni kwa sababu wewe vile alijua kwamba utakuja kupata imani ndio sababu akakuchagua but that can't be the case because the scriptures teach that faith is a result of election na hiyo haiwezi kuwa kweli kwa sababu imani biblia inafunza kwamba imani ni matokeo ya uchaguzi so in other words god elects you and gives you faith he does not elect you because he saw that you would have faith mungu anakuchagua na nakupa imani sio ya kwamba anakuchagua kwa sababu uko na imani so let's turn to first peter kwa hivyo tukeugie petero wa kwanza first peter chapter 1 verse 2 petero wa kwanza moja mstari wa pili According to the foreknowledge of God the Father in the sanctification of the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ and for the sprinkling with his blood. Kama vile Mungu Baba alivyotangulia kuwajua katika kutakazwa na roho hata mpa, hata mkapata kutii na kunyunyuziwa damu yake Kristo neema na amani na ziongezwe kwenu so this is an important distinction given us here hapa ni utofauti wa muhimu unaopeanwa hapa we are not elect because god foresaw that we would be obedient 
hatujaguliwe kwa hatujaguliwi kwa sababu Mungu alituona kwamba tutakuwa watiifu but rather we read here we are elect for obedience kwamba tumechaguliwa kwa ajili ya utiifu god's election comes first then comes obedience uchaguzi wa Mungu ndio unatangulia ndio utiifu sasa ufuate it is not because of our obedience that god has elected us sio kwa sababu tumemtii mungu ndio anatujagua what about holiness there are some that teach that okay god elects because he foresaw that you would be holy na wengine wanafunza ya kwamba eti mungu huchagua kwa sababu aliona kabla ya mambo kutokea ya kwamba utakuwa mtakatifu. Well, we can again go to Ephesians. Turudi katika Waefeso chapter 1 verse 4. Sura ya kwanza mstari wa 4. Ephesians 1 verse 4 where we read even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him. Kama vile alivyotuchagua katika yeye kabla ya kuwekwa misingi ya ulimwengu ili tuwe watakatifu watu wasio na hatia mbele zake katika pendo. So again we see that holiness is the result of election it is not the reason why god elects us na tunapata ya kwamba pia utakatifu ni matokeo ya uchaguzi sio kwamba mungu anatuona tukiwa watakatifu ndio atuchague even perseverance there are some who teach that okay uh, god elects you because you choose to follow christ but you can fall away na wengine wanafunza ya kwamba bwana alikuchagua kwa sababu wewe ulichagua ama uliamua kumfuata kristo lakini unaweza kuanguka katika uokovu tena and so again god elects you based on your perseverance you have to persevere in your faith in jesus christ in order that god would elect you that perseverance comes first and then because of your work your perseverance now god elects you na kwamba sasa mungu anakuchagua kwa sababu liamua kuokoka na una uvumilivu ndani mwako sasa mungu anakuchagua kwa sababu umefanya kazi ya kuvumilia well, let's flip back to first peter lakini tukirudi kwa petro wa kwanza and this time we'll read verse 1 through 5 sasa wakati utarasoma mstari wa kwanza hadi tano. Peter an apostle of Jesus Christ to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia and Bithynia according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in the sanctification of the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ and for sprinkling with his blood. May grace and peace be multiplied to you. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time Petro mtume wa Yesu Kristo kwa wateule wa utawanyiko wakaao hali ya ugeni katika Ponto na Galatia na Padokia na Asia na Bithynia kama vile Mungu Baba alivyotangulia kuacha kuwajua kwa katika kutakazwa na roho hata mka, hata mkapata kutii na kunyunyuziwa damu ya Yesu Kristo neema na amani na ziongezwe kwenu aimidiwe Mungu Baba wa Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo ambaye kwa rehema zake nyingi alituzaa mara ya pili ili tupate tumaini lenye uzima kwa kufufuka kwake Yesu Kristo katika wafu 
tupate na urithi usioharibika usio na uchafu usio nyauka uliotunzwa mbinguni kwa ajili yenu Now the first thing that we see is that Peter is writing this letter to the elect. Mara kwanza tunapata kwamba Petro anaandika hii barua kwa walioteuliwa. He says to those who are elect. Kwa wale ambao walichaguliwa. Then he says that it is God who has caused us to be born again. Na anasema kwamba ni Mungu ambaye amesababisha sisi kuzaliwa mara ya pili. Now who is the us? The us is the elect. Na sisi ni akina nani? Sisi ni wale wateule ama waliochaguliwa. If you are among God's elect, it is God who has caused you to be born again. Kama wewe ni mojawapo ya wamechaguliwa, ni Mungu aliyesababisha wokovu ndani yako. Now verse 5. Mstari wa 5. Who by God's power, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation. Nanyi mnalindwa na nguvu za Mungu kwa njia ya imani hata mpate wokovu ulio tayari ulio tayari kufunuliwa wakati wa mwisho. So election even includes the fact that the elect persevere. Uchaguzi unasimama ya kwamba waliochaguliwa and we do not persevere in our own strength in our own power na hatuwezi kuvumilia katika wokovu kutokana na nguvu zetu but rather here we read that it is god's power that guards us through faith for that salvation which we will achieve or receive rather uh, ultimately on the last day na anasema ya kwamba ni nguvu za Mungu zinazotuhifadhi ili kuweza kufikia ule uokovu tutakaoupata siku ya mwisho. So we saw in 1 Peter that faith is the result of election. Kwa hivyo tunapata katika barua ya kwanza ya Petro ya kwamba imani ni matokeo ya kuchaguliwa. We saw in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 that holiness is the result of election. Katika waefeso moja mstari wa 4 tunapata ya kwamba utakatifu ni matokeo ya uchaguzi. And here again in 1 Peter uh, those verses 1 all the way up to 5 with 5 especially na katika tena barua ya kwanza ya Petro kutoka kwanza hadi tano haswa mno mstari wa tano. we see that perseverance is by the power of God and that it comes from election. Na tunapata kwamba uvumilivu unatokana na nguvu za Mungu na ni matokeo ya kuchaguliwa. So if faith, holiness and perseverance are all the result of election. Sasa iwapo imani, utakatifu na uvumilivu vyote ni vinatokana na kuchaguliwa they cannot be the cause of our election haviwezi kuwa ndivyo vinavyosababisha uchaguzi the bible plainly teaches god is the cause of our election biblia inafunza wazi ya kwamba mungu ndiye anayesababisha uchaguzi it is has nothing to do with anything good in us hana aitegemei chochote chema ndani yetu and It is God who gives us the faith which is required. Na yeye Mungu atupaye imani inayostahili. It is God who makes us holy. Na ni Mungu huyo atufanyaye kuwa watakatifu. And it is God's power that causes us to persevere in our faith. Na ni nguvu za Mungu zinazotushikilia kuvumilia katika imani. And none of that we generate on our own. Na kuna moja yapo ambayo inaweza kuleta kingine ama kujileta chenyewe. Again, these things are a mystery. Na mambo haya ni siri. They are hard to understand. Ni mambo magumu ya kuelewa. And the only thing that we can understand about God's election is what he reveals to us in the scriptures. Na kila kitu ambacho tunaweza elewa kuhusu uchaguzi wa Mungu ni yale ambayo ameyafunua And I think that it is wise for 
us not to spend a lot of time trying to determine, okay, am I elect or am I not elect? Na sasa sio ya busara kukaa ukisema ya kwamba je, nime mimi ni mmoja ambao walichaguliwa ama si mmoja wenye walichaguliwa. But rather we need to spend our time studying the word of God. Lakini ni vyema kuchukua wakati wetu tukilisoma neno la Mungu. Asking God to give us wisdom like James tells us in James chapter 1. We ask God to give us wisdom that we can understand his words. Tukiomba Mungu kutupatia hekima jinsi vile Yakobo anavyoandika katika sura ya kwanza kwamba tumuombe Mungu atupe hekima kama hatuna and we ask god to uh, increase us in our faith and in our uh, increase us in his word na tunamuomba yeye atuongeze katika neno and that god might continue or god might make us more like jesus ila tufanye tufanane kama kristo and if you care about such things if you care about the word of god na iwapo unajali mambo kama haya neno la mungu at any cost to your own being kwa gharama yeyote kwako mwenyewe you want to serve god unataka mtumikie mungu whatever it may cost you hata kama itakugharimu nini and you want to hear from god through unge, his word na ungependa kusikia kutoka kwake ujue neno lake and you want to talk to god through prayer na ungetaka usungumuze na mungu kupitia maombi then these are all things that uh, god's elect uh, have na haya ndio mambo ambayo wale waliochaguliwa wako nayo These are the things that God's elect those who are born again those who are new creatures Wale ambao wamezaliwa upya wale ambao ni viumbe vipya wako na mambo kama hayo These are the things that they care about in their lives Hayo ndio mambo wanajali katika maisha yao And they care about fighting sin they care about resisting sin they no longer love their sin wanajali sana kupigana na dhambi wanapinga dhambi wanachukia dhambi katika maisha yao so if you have these assurances in your life then you can believe that you are among god's elect kama unahakikisha aina hiyo maishani mwako then uamini ya kwamba wewe ni mmoja wao waliochaguliwa come to christ kwa Yesu. Follow Christ. Mfuate Yesu. Jesus Christ has never rejected a single person who truly came to him. Hakuna siku moja Yesu amemkataa yule aliyemkujia kwa uaminifu. So come to Christ. Kwa hivyo njoo kwa Yesu. Don't worry am I elect am I not elect. Just come to Christ. Serve Christ. Love Christ. Usianze kusema kwamba nimechaguliwa ama sijachaguliwa lakini wewe mpende Kristo, mtumikie Kristo. So for the sake of time we're going to have to stop there. Kwa sababu ya wakati tunamalizia hapo. But as I said earlier, read your Bibles. Vile nimesema mapema, soma Biblia yako. It, the Bible is where we go to hear from God ni kwa biblia ambapo tunaenda kusikia kutoka kwa Mungu. You don't hear from God through prayer. Hauwezi kusikia kwa Mungu kupitia maombi. Prayer is you talking to God. Maombi ni wewe unayeongea na Mungu. God's word the Bible is God talking to you. Ni neno la Mungu ambaye ni Biblia ambaye sasa Mungu anaongea na wewe. So it would be an odd thing for you to claim that you love God but you never listen to him. Kwa hivyo ni jambo la kutisha sana ukisema unampenda Mungu ili hali ulisomi neno la Mungu. So read your Bible, study your Bible, study these things. Soma Biblia, soma maandiko, soma mambo haya. And may God by his grace through his holy spirit enlighten your minds to understand these things more and more. Na kwa neema ya Bwana kupitia roho wake ayaweke mambo haya wazi kwako saidi na saidi. Ludo will you close in prayer? Tuamini tuombe. Baba wetu katika jina la Yesu tunakushukuru Bwana kwa kutupenda tena kunena nasi kwa njia kuu ukitufunza mambo haya ya siri ya utaguzi wako jinsi wewe unavyochagua unavyowapenda watu wako sio kwa kazi zetu sio kwa matendo yote mema ambayo tumetenda lakini wewe uchagua jinsi upendavyo 
jinsi ulivyotuchagua kabla ya misingi za ulimwengu e bwana wa rehema tunaomba mambo haya yaeleweke katika mioyo yetu unapo bwana tutakaza kwa neno hili na kutufanya upya ndani mwako ni katika jina la Yesu tumeomba amen, amen. praise god Thank you everyone. I pray you have a wonderful week. Asante kila mmoja naomba